0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Reading a book like Hebrews is different than reading any other New Testament book or letter. There is a gap in our knowledge. Most of us are not experts in Old Testament practices. Today, on drawing near, we take a brief look at the services of the Old Testament priests in the tabernacle. We know there is a new high priest, Jesus, and now we will see how this has impacted our relationship with the Father. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 9, and study limitations of the first priestly service. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, Thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to study your Word. Thank you for giving us the intellectual and spiritual capacity to not only read and understand, but then to spiritually take in the truths of your Word. Guide us as we seek to understand some of the things from the Old Testament. Help us, Father, to be patient and to put in the time and the effort to learn these things, because we learn so much about you and the Lord Jesus. It's in Jesus' name that we pray amen. I'm going to begin by reading the first five verses of Hebrews chapter 9, and I hope that you have your Bibles open and follow along. In verse 1 it says, Then indeed, even the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared, the first part, in which was the lampstand, the table, and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary, and behind the second veil the part of the tabernacle which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid on all sides with gold, in which were the golden pot that had the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the tablets of the covenant, and above it were the cherubim of gold, overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. The focus of these first several verses is on the tabernacle that was prepared in the wilderness By Moses, Aaron, and the Israelites. This tabernacle was a pattern of what was to come. It was a pattern for the temple, but it was a pattern for the heavenly temple that we see in the book of Revelation. It was a type, an inferior earthly type that foreshadowed what would come. As we look at these first few verses, we see some elements of the tabernacle. There are two parts there's the outer sanctuary and the inner sanctuary. In the outer sanctuary, all the priests could come and do their service. They had specified activities of service they were to do, and they could come and do their services in the outer sanctuary. As we see in this passage, there was an inner sanctuary that was separated by a very heavy veil, a curtain, that only the high priest could go into once a year. Couldn't go all the time, just once a year. This is where the presence of God was. And this was the holiest part of all, the holiest of holies. The reason why it's the holiest of all is because that's where the presence of God is. On the outside were the basic things that were necessary for priestly service. Uh, the lampstand, the table, the showbread, and they had rituals that had to go along with all of these things. On the inner side, in the holiest of holies, there were those things that were to serve as reminders to the Israelites of God's power and provision in delivering them from the Egyptians. We may not think highly of this or often of this, but the fact that God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt is one of the major points in all of Scripture in regards to God's relationship with Israel. When Israel went into Egypt under Joseph, they went in free, and they were not a nation. When they came out, they were a nation. They had Moses as a leader they received priestly service. It was the birth of a new nation, and it is a miraculous thing that God did, and it is emphasized over and over again in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. He is the God who brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of bondage. In the same way, God has brought us out of our own land of Egypt, out of a bondage to sin and spiritual slavery, and He has set us free and delivered us and made us a people, the body of Christ, the church. So there's the Old Testament pattern to what has happened in the New Testament with ourselves. In the holiest of holies, the golden censer, the Ark of the Covenant, which was overlaid on all sides with gold, there was the golden pot that held the manna, Aaron's rod that had budded, and you can read these stories in the Old Testament, and then the tablets of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Above the Ark of the Covenant which contained these things, were the cherubim, or the angels of glory, whose wings overshadowed the mercy seat. The mercy seat's an important concept in the New Testament, because Jesus has become our mercy seat. And then the writer of Hebrews says, of these things we cannot now speak in detail. Why are we looking at these first several verses? Well, to introduce verse 6 and following. In verse 6 through 10, we read these words, Now, when these things had been thus prepared, the priest always went into the first part of the tabernacle performing services. We've already mentioned that. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood. In other words, he took the blood of sacrifices with him into the holiest of holies once a year. The middle of verse 7, this blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins, that they had committed in ignorance. So he went into the holiest of holies to make a blood sacrifice for himself and for the people. In verse 8, it says, the Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while the first tabernacle was still standing. In other words, the Holy Spirit was indicating that this was a type. It was not the perfect tabernacle. There was a perfect tabernacle to come. In fact, the heavy curtain that separated the outer sanctuary from the holiest of all, or the holiest of holies. When Jesus Christ dies on the cross, we're told in the New Testament, that veil was torn in two. It was torn from top to bottom. It was torn from the top where man could not reach to the bottom. Only God tore it. He tore it himself. And the reason he did was, through Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, through faith in him, we now have bold access to God. We've mentioned that in different sermons and Bible studies, how we can boldly come before the throne of grace. We couldn't do that before Jesus died on the cross. Only the high priest once a year could come. But now Jesus, the great high priest, who was also the Lamb of God, dies on the cross, and he opens the way for our full relationship with God, our King, our Judge. Our Father verse nine says it was symbolic for the present time back then in which both gifts and sacrifices are offered which cannot make him who performed the service perfect in regard to conscience. In other words, the sacrifices they were making couldn't save them, couldn't clear their conscience, couldn't remove sin, but Jesus's death on the cross can, and therefore we have access to God. Then the final verse, verse 10, says that the Old Testament sanctuary practices were concerned only with foods and drinks, various washings, and fleshly ordinances imposed until the time of Reformation. The time of Reformation came with the Lord Jesus Christ, and the writer of Hebrews is trying to explain to Hebrew Christians why the new covenant in Jesus Christ is a better covenant than the old covenant. While Jesus Christ's service as a high priest under the order of Melchizedek is a greater order and service, we have access to the heavenly sanctuary, the holiest of holies, through faith in Jesus Christ, meaning we have direct, bold, clear access to God the Father by grace. We do not have to go through any earthly high priest. We simply come by faith Through Jesus Christ, or as the New Testament says, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Now, just so you know, in our next study, we're going to focus on Jesus Christ. And going forward, we're going to focus on Jesus Christ and how he has impacted all of these things in our lives and in the life of the church. This study takes a dramatic turn as it leaves behind the Old Testament inadequacies and moves to Jesus Christ. Because the perfect has come. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, thank you for these words. Thank you for this passage. I pray, Lord, that you would help us, that you would be patient with us as we seek to understand and grow. Father, guide us in our understanding through your Holy Spirit. I know that these things take work and take time. Father, help us to do those things that are necessary that we may appreciate and value all that you are in our lives, and the access that we have to you through faith in Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.